News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Cost of motor insurance has continued to fall with the average cost of premiums down 5% in the first half of 2022 compared to 2021. It's according to a new report from the Central Bank released this morning. Jennifer Carol McNeil, Minister of State with Responsibility for Financial Services, Credit Unions and Insurance. Your reaction to these uh, to this reduction, Minister? I'm pleased to see a steady reduction in premiums for policyholders. I mean, the motor insurance is the one insurance that you're, you know, that you're obliged to have. It's a criminal offence not to have motor insurance because of the impact on everyone. So it's really important that it's affordable and accessible. And we've had another five percent reduction last year in the first half of last year. And that's uh, following, you know, a 20% reduction overall that people will have seen in their policy uh, uh, costs since, you know, since, since since 2017. So it's important that, you know, the government has had a very strong program of reform to try to reduce costs in managing claims, particularly small claims, soft tissue injury claims, to try to reduce the cost of processing them and to reduce the value of them because they were an outlier in Europe. And we're seeing the benefit of that now being fed through to people's policy, policies and the cost of their policies. And what we're also seeing is that uh, there's been a big uptick in people taking comprehensive insurance over third-party insurance. And that's, I, I think, I believe, you know, the report infers that that's as a consequence of the coming down, of the cost coming down overall. Okay, okay. And obviously so, so better good, insurance uh, coverage is better for everyone. Uh, definitely some good news in there. Peter Boland from the Alliance for Insurance Reform has actually praised the measures that you've brought in. But he says insurance companies are still ripping people off. I mean, are are they doing enough to bring down premiums given the reforms that have been made? Look, I mean, I'm Minister for Insurance and while I can't intervene or set prices, I can be very clear with the CEOs of the insurance companies about where I believe this needs to go. And I've met every single one of those CEOs and set out very clearly uh, the advantages that the new system has. And I've really held them to that to make sure that they are cooperating with the Personal Injuries Assessment Board and that they are not drifting into the uh, court. Is it going one ear and out the other though, Minister? Well, I mean, I think what you're seeing today is the central bank saying that it isn't, that these figures are coming down and why want to see them to continue to stay low. Now, I recognise, Shane, and you will know that um, the cost of repairing cars, uh, the damages, the parts with an inflationary environment, that is that is a risk of it of, 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 of going back up. And the report today shows that the cost of repair is going up. But what I'm focused on is the environment for settling insurance claims and to make that the most cost-effective and efficient system. Okay. It's really clear people you, you should know. You didn't really answer my question, system. Minister. You didn't really answer my question. Can insurance companies, can they, can they, should they be doing more to reflect the new market that we're in, in terms of bringing like, down premiums more? I think that premiums have come down and they can continue to go down. Uh, that Absolutely, yes. Yeah, and that's, they can do more. Should. Yes, I think they can do more. But what I'm encouraging is that the insurance companies, but also everybody else, stick with the PIA process, which is faster. You'll get your it resolved in two years as opposed to four. You'll get the same outcome, essentially, uh, as you would in court. But the cost, the legal cost, are 20 times higher in court. And that puts up the cost of insurance for everybody yeah. else. And so 
what I'm trying to do is make sure that I'm holding the insurance companies to account on their premiums overall, okay. but okay. also sticking within that mediated process with PIAB and making sure that that system really works. And that is the total focus of my work in insurance now. Two quick questions before I let you go. A report in the Irish Independent today on this very issue or similar issue. Motorists have up to 175 quid added to the cost of their insurance premiums over the last five years to cover the cost of compensating victims of traffic accidents caused by uninsured drivers. That is a staggering figure, isn't it? It is, um, it, it is, Jane, and it's very clear, as I've said, that being uninsured is a criminal offence. You can have a €5,000 fine, six months imprisonment, but we are enhancing our enforcement capacity against that. So there's legislation going through the Shannon at the moment, which will mean that we can recognise licence plates and it will mean the Gardaí can pick up people who are suspected to be uninsured without even pulling somebody over, that we're sharing the insurance information now, giving powers to share that with the Gardaí in a much clearer and more efficient way so that the Gardaí can intervene and pick up people who are driving without insurance, which is far too high, and it's putting up other people's uh, premiums and it's creating a risk for everybody else. Okay, uh, very finally, um, you uh, will be aware that your uh, ministerial colleague, Niall Collins, has broken his silence uh, in relation to the local council's decision to put a property up for sale while he was a councillor that site ultimately bought by his wife. He has basically said he did absolutely nothing wrong. He was no longer a councillor uh, by the time the property was bought by his wife. We spoke to Paul Murphy on the show a little bit earlier. He said the statement does not take the account of the fact that his uh, Niall Collins' wife made queries about uh, 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 in relation to this site while uh, Mr Collins was a councillor and before the decision was taken by the council uh, to put the site up uh, for sale. Who's right? Well, I've seen, um, I saw that Niall Collins issued a statement last night saying that he, you know, neither he nor his wife had any beneficial interest in that and I, I take Niall Collins' statement at face value, of course I do. Okay, it's just that Paul Murphy makes so the point. It's not for me to resolve what Paul Murphy and Niall Collins, uh, you, you know, say. Paul should, Murphy may make his point, but I've seen Niall Collins' statement, and, and I take that. I take that as okay. Back. Should should this matter be clarified in the doll? Would it help if the minister faced questions in relation to this issue? Um, I, I don't know. I think it's. A, I think he set out his statement, and if there's other questions, I think he should deal with that uh, if, if and as they arise. But um, you know, he has made a statement uh, very uh, clear, and I, 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 you know, I to be honest, I, I, I do take it at face value. Okay, we'll leave it there, Jennifer. Karen McNeil, Minister of State, with responsibility for financial services, credit unions, and insurance. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.